0: So we're going to open our Bible to a few scriptures and let's afterwards dive into God's word. Let's open our Bibles. One of you will help me to read it. Patrick, if you can read me Hebrews chapter 9 and the 28th verse.
1: So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who eagerly wait for him. He will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation
0: hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord one more scripture Lena. if you could read matthew chapter 24 verses 36 to 40. matthew chapter 24 verses 36 to 40.
2: but about that day or hour no one knows not even the angels in heaven nor the son but only the father as it was in the days of noah so it will be at the coming of the son of man for in the days before the flood the people were eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage up to the day of Noah entered the ark and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the son of man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken the other left. Two women will be grinding with the hand mill and one will be taken and the other left.
0: Amen. So will be the coming of the son of man. Amen. Today I want to speak to you on the subject rapture. We want to title the word preserved for rapture. Pastor has been speaking to us and ministering to us about preservation. Today, what the Lord has put into my heart to minister to you and to all those who are watching, it's a subject on rapture. Preserved for rapture. God's people are preserved in a time as this, in such a time as this, for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ on the clouds. The Bible says, He is coming to those who are waiting for him hallelujah amen i don't know whether you're waiting for him hallelujah i feel the urgency in my heart hallelujah i'm so excited hallelujah i'm meditating i'm seeing visions in my heart hallelujah praise the lord i'm expecting the coming of our lord jesus christ at any time any moment hallelujah if you are put your hands together hallelujah in your homes in your house and give a shout of praise our god is about hallelujah Hallelujah. to father is about to send his son hallelujah Hallelujah. to take the church back home hallelujah praise the lord looking at the present crisis looking at what is happening in the world We know one thing for a fact, looking at the, be it the economic crisis, be it the family crisis, be it the crisis among the nations. One thing is sure, our Lord is about to come back for the church a second time. One thing is certain that we are standing and we are facing the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are standing at the door. We are at that moment where we will be witnessing the end of this age. Amen. Amen. The world is not going to come to an end, but we are going to witness an end of the age. That's what rapture is all about. It's a heavenly harvest about to take place. A heavenly harvest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah praise the Lord the most important things that is going to happen in our generation hallelujah is what is called rapture amen in the old testament God dealt with God's people with uh, the with 10 commandments with the prophetic words or prophets with laws but The time that we were living, or the time that we are living now, He is dealing with us through the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, through the person, hallelujah, of of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. He is speaking to us through His Son, hallelujah. God has sent His Son and said, Emmanuel, God with us, hallelujah. God is with us, hallelujah, through His Son. And He is dealing this age, what we call the grace age, Hallelujah. The age of grace with the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. What a privilege. Hallelujah. To know the Lord in our generation, in our times. Amen. What a privilege. Hallelujah. I was thinking the Lord and I said, Lord, why my God, what would have happened if I would not have known you? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 He lived on the earth. He died on the earth. Hallelujah. He was buried. As the Bible says, he rose again. Hallelujah. And through... His resurrection. Two things that has happened to the entire world. Hallelujah. Number one. Hallelujah. The sins of the world. The human race was washed away through the blood of Jesus Christ. And every person who believes in him. His name shall be written in the book of life. Hallelujah. His name shall not be blotted out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is an inheritor of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. He is a heir of salvation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He is a heir and a co heir with God and co heir with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Number two, he sowed the seed of the kingdom of God. He sowed the message of the kingdom in the hearts of men and everybody who responded to the message Everybody who obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ Everybody who has made a personal decision to make Jesus Christ as the Lord and the Savior of their lives Have become hallelujah The Bible says God gave them the power Ha! Huh? The power to become the child of the living God Hallelujah And what is rapture? Rapture is the harvest of heaven. He is going to come back and take these people back home. Hallelujah. Blessed Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It is described in five scriptures. Hallelujah. In five names where we can say it. Number one, if you can open your Bibles, Patrick, to John chapter 14 and the second verse. John chapter 14 and the second verse. The coming back 14. of our Lord Jesus Christ discovered in five ways. 14. Verse 2.
1: In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have not told you. I go to prepare a place for you.
0: I'm And third verse. Also, yeah.
1: And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also
0: hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord the coming back of our Lord Jesus Christ that says if I've gone to prepare I'll come back to take you back home so the Lord is saying hallelujah I'm going to come back to recollect you oh hallelujah Hallelujah. it is the time of recollection of the saints hallelujah I prepared a place for you you. and I will come back to take you back to where I am Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are many people who have died. There are many scholars. There are many religious leaders who have come and have gone. Nobody has said, I will come back and take you back home only person who has said is a loving savior hallelujah lord jesus christ said, i will come back to recollect you hallelujah Amen. praise the lord because he alone has the keys of hell and death hallelujah praise Amen. the lord hallelujah he conquered death Amen. he conquered hell and he said i have destroyed death i have this key of hell and death i've conquered it and now i'll come back to gather the saints to gather every person who has believed in his name who has given his life for jesus hallelujah so the first thing the lord is going to come back is for the recollection of the saints hallelujah
1: praise the lord everybody
0: say recollection
1: recollection
0: hallelujah number two if you read philippians chapter 3 and 21 uh few could read it says hallelujah the second thing is when he will transform hallelujah Philippians chapter 3, verse 21.
2: Who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The second thing it is described is a supernatural transformation. Yeah. Where our earthly body that was corruptible, our earthly body that was open to sickness and burdens. The Bible is saying is going to be transformed into a heavenly transformation. Number two, it's heavenly transformation. Our humble condition, our humble bodies, a body of a humble condition is going to be transformed into a glorious body by the power that enables us. Hallelujah, the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. There is going to be a heavenly transformation. Number two. It's described as a heavenly transformation. Number three, in 1 Corinthians 15 and the 53rd verse. Hallelujah, where the Bible says, it is termed as the clothing of the saints. If you could read it, uh, Patrick, 1 Corinthians 15 and the 53rd verse.
1: For this corruptible must put an incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality.
0: Hallelujah. In another language, it's saying the clothing. We are going to have another clothing, hallelujah. Corruptible will change into incorruptible, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Into a glorious saints, hallelujah. Into a glorious clothing, we are going to have, hallelujah. How many of you are happy? Hallelujah, in the twinkling of an eye, in the moment of our eye, the corruptible is going to be changed into incorruptibility. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. We are going to have a different, a glorious clothing. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. And number four, hallelujah, praise the Lord in Romans chapter 8 and verse 18.
2: I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation awaits in great expectation for the children of God to be revealed.
0: The creation expects that the children of God to be revealed, that we are going to be. Freed into God's glory. The Bible says. Hallelujah. Is that what it says? The glory of the saints. Amen. Can you read it once again?
2: I consider that our present sufferings. Uh, our present sufferings. Are not worth comparing with
0: the glory. Uh, worth comparing with the glory. Hallelujah. We are no longer going to be bound to this present sufferings. Hallelujah. We are going to be released into the freedom of the glory of Jesus Christ. hallelujah Hallelujah. and number 5 hallelujah in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16
1: for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first yes and then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and thus we shall always be
0: with the law hallelujah number you, five Lord. the power of god the power of the holy Amen. spirit hallelujah. is going to raise the saints up Amen. had to be caught first dead in christ Amen. and then the people who are living on earth who are in christ Amen. first dead will be raised and then we will be caught up hallelujah. that's the word rapture hallelujah the word rapture It's not word mentioned in the Bible, but the word in the Bible is used, the word caught up. That's exactly what it is. Rapture. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's happened in the Bible many times in the Old Testament. Enoch was raptured, the Bible says. Elijah was raptured, the Bible says. Hallelujah. Jesus was raptured, the Bible says. And and the Bible says the angels looked down and said, oh, Galileans, oh, Galileans. The same way you saw Jesus Christ, take it up. The same way he will come back, hallelujah. Glory to God. So he will come back with a mighty voice, shout of the, with a mighty shout. Just as Jesus shouted, Lazarus, get up. He will be calling each one of us by name and say, get up. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. praise Praise the Lord. Come up, you will hear your names. And with a twinkling of an eye, before you could open your eyes, you will be caught up in the clouds. Hallelujah. With a mighty shout of the archangel, the Bible says. With a mighty shout. The archangel who disputed between the body of Moses. When uh, Moses was died and who disputed. that Satan was disputing with the body of Moses. And the archangel said, the Lord rebuke you. He did not allow the body of Moses to be touched. Because it belonged to the Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Just with that kind of a strength. And that kind of an authority. Even greater authority. Archangel will be rebuking the devil. So that, hallelujah, our bodies, hallelujah, be transformed into a glorious body. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That is the time when the devil will be silenced. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the trumpet sound of God Amen. Amen. the trumpet sound in numbers 10 always signifies hallelujah that it is time for our direction to change Amen. when the trumpet call comes hallelujah Amen. the Lord is saying our direction hallelujah has changed we are going to move out of this earth to heaven hallelujah Amen. our direction is up hallelujah praise the Lord some of us are Hallelujah. God has called at such a time as this Amen. to witness Amen. this Amen. moment. Hallelujah. Praise Thank the Lord. You. It will be the greatest you, moment yes. for the church and yes. be the greatest shock Amen. to the world. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed Hallelujah. be the name of the Lord.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Studying the word of God, when you look back, what gives me the assurance that this will take place? When you look back into the Bible, if you can divide it to six, six things have taken back in relation to God and man or in relation to God and this world. And even the history and the science can't refuse it. Number one, hallelujah. 4,000 years ago when the Lord destroyed the world by water because of a generation that was bent to do evil, The Bible says God sent the flood and washed off this earth by water. And if you learn about the flood, it rose 22 feet above even the Mount Everest. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. And washed off the entire world with water. Signs in 2012 found in Czechoslovakia they found the proof that it is true Amen. that this happened. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If some of you folks listening to me does not believe the Bible, it's time to believe the Bible because Amen. even the signs and these kind of proofs God is giving us so that even the rest of the people who have a doubt will believe. Amen. Hallelujah. All you doubting Thomases believe now hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord. number two hallelujah in relation with god and man the second thing that has happened was when the sinful two states sodom and gomorrah was destroyed by the lord with brimstone and fire from heaven even today hallelujah some of the archaeologists i think believes that the red sea was the i mean for the Dead sea was the result of the witness Of what's happened in Sodom and Gomorrah they cannot deny that hallelujah if 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 if, even today if you go to Palestine hallelujah praise the Lord Red Sea I mean Dead Sea is the result of that hallelujah number three 20 lakhs people in 1.15 kilometers deep the Red Sea was divided to two hallelujah praise the Lord Blessed be the name of the Lord. Divided into two. Into a hallelujah. Highway. Where God's people could pass across. That was how much God wanted to tell us. That he cares for us. It was God's caring. When he decided to. Part a Red Sea into this side and that side. And made a highway hallelujah. For God's people. Now let's look at the scientific part of it. If you look into the sea sea is a place the depth of the sea is full of rocks it's a big slum it's full of rocks pits big pits take Pacific Ocean Pacific Sea inside there are mountains as tall as Himalayas inside the Pacific Ocean that is the kind of seas and in one place when they studied from Egypt west To the Saudi Arabia. To the east. They found near Mount Sinai. In 1.1 kilometers. Hallelujah. Deep. There is a way inside the sea. Wow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Even now it exists with sugar sand. Hallelujah. What a powerful word. What a powerful doing of the Lord. Even today it exists. Hallelujah Amen. blessed be the name Amen. of the Lord among the 36 crores if you want exact square kilometers the entire sea of the entire world is 36 crores square kilometers if you want the exact numbers is 361132000 and in that you will never see anywhere else a path like this you will all that see mountains and 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 slums and big holes but look at the caring hand of god the creator who created the world did not want his children to suffer so he created a way and even this evening as you're watching the lord is opening up a way in your red too in the name of jesus hallelujah Hallelujah. blessed be the name of the lord Hallelujah. hallelujah It is God's dealing with man. Hallelujah. And number four. Amen. Hallelujah. The scientists found. Hallelujah. When they went to the history there. Some of the scientists were learning about the sun. And they went to the point from AD to BC. From AD to BC. And when they reached BC. They found out. There are 12 hours. That are missing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a shortage of 12 hours in history. And the scientists could not answer it. But one man of God answered it and said, That's when Joshua prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The sun stood still. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord over Gibeon. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. the Lord. Hallelujah. Because of Joshua's prayers, the sun did not set that day. Amen. That was that 12 hours that was lost. And the fifth thing, hallelujah, the God dealt us with us, hallelujah, is where, hallelujah, where the scientists might not believe it, but we believe it. Amen. That is our hope. Amen. When two thousand and twenty years ago oh raskalab i feel anointing of god two thousand and twenty years ago god so loved the world that he sent his only son hallelujah in the womb of a virgin mary that the god became a tiny seed through the power of the holy spirit oh hallelujah to the lamb of god amen where the word became flesh Man. Jesus came to us Amen. with full of grace Amen. and full of truth. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And number six, where the scientists or any of the new scanning machines cannot find, is how the power of God can reside in an earthen vessel. What the scanning machines won't find, the new technology, the new updated scanning machine will not find the power of God residing inside a human heart, a human spirit, a human body. Bible says this power that residing in an earthen vessel. Hallelujah. The third person of the Trinity inside the man the anointing Amen. beyond human imagination hallelujah. hallelujah and the seventh thing the dealing of god and man is when he will come back Amen. for the saints for god's people that is what that is going to take place that's what we are learning about the rapture Amen. where the saints will be taken away and the grace age will end Amen. 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 hallelujah 10 things will come to an end in this grace age. When the grace age ends, 10 things will come. Patrick, and Dean, as I was meditating through this, I came to the point that I said, Lord, not even our enemies should be kept back. Hallelujah. I, I started praying for the enemies. I started asking the Lord for mercy over their lives hallelujah the first thing ten will things will come to an end at this age number one the compassionate dealing of God with people will come to an end at this age Bible says God is compassionate gracious and compassionate full of grace full of compassion grace slow to anger abounding in love that kind of dealing will come isn't it amazing sometimes when we look into the world it's unimaginable the kind of things people are doing and we think why the Lord is not seeing any of these things why is the Lord not acting on them it's the heart of God this is a grace age God is giving multiple chances to God's people this is hallelujah the grace the Bible says hallelujah law came through Moses but grace and peace grace and truth came through our Lord Jesus Christ So he's not silent. He's soft. Because he wants every person to repent. His compassionate ground. We are living in the compassionate ground of a sovereign God. The compassionate ground of a sovereign God upon human beings. That is going to cease in our generation. If you could read the Bible in Exodus chapter 34 verse 6 and 7. Are you enjoying the word of God? Amen. Guys, are you enjoying the word? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord of Lords, the compassion and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and the fourth generation. Amen.
0: There it said, we have given a glimpse of the heart of God. Shows mercies to the thousands of generations. This is written, hallelujah. When Israel played with a calf. Not even waiting to see Moses coming down from the mountain. Not even waiting to at least know what God gave not even willing to read the 10 commandments but while Moses was away, they played with idolatry, they played with a calf. And they said, this is the calf that has brought us out of Egypt. If God would have dealt then as he dealt with Sodom and Gomorrah, he could have erased them out of the earth. But Moses prayed and God said, I will show my mercy to the thousands of generations. Even though I might punish people for three to four generations. Look at the limit God has for his wrath. Three to four generations. But to his mercy, thousands of generations. And that came to fullness. The fullness came through Jesus Christ. And we are so fortunate to be living on this earth if some of the people who are doing certain things were living in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah, that's why the Bible says Sodom will ask of you Gomorrah will ask of you praise the Lord, blessed be the name of the Lord, but God started that mercy then, but it is all going to end, when Jesus comes back and we are going to be taken up at the end of this age and when the rapture happens, this dealing will end That's why my people, all those who are listening to me, it's so important to dive yourself into the grace of God. Number two that will end is the culture that mankind have built. The culture that mankind have built over 6,000 years will come to an end. No other creation have built a culture. No other beings have built a culture like the mankind have built over years and the culture will come to an end there will not be any culture number three the church built on the word of god will be taken up hallelujah will move out of this earth but they will remain a christian the church after the rapture who did not build their churches and their lives according to the word of god that's why now you know why we have three hours of service now we know why we have Friday and Sunday services. We want to be a church that is preparing for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To spend at least two days of work. Two days a week. Hallelujah. Learning and studying and building upon the word of God. Matthew 16:18 says, I will build my church on this rock the revelation of jesus christ i will build my church and the gates of faith shall not prevail against That, in acts chapter 20 and the 27th was the church that is redeemed by the blood will not remain on earth hallelujah the church that is built on this rock and the church that has been purchased through the redeeming blood of jesus christ Amen. will not remain whether you are in america whether you are in india where whichever will not be here but the rest of the churches the rest of the people Who did not build their lives according to the word of God. Who did not believe in the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Will stay back. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The third thing that will happen. Third, the church of Jesus Christ will move out from this place. The one who has built it on the apostolic foundation. Will be with the Lord. The rest will be all here. Number four. Once the church leaves. Nobody will have the permission to preach the gospel anywhere on this earth. The Bible says this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached and then the end will come. After that nowhere nobody during the time of tribulation will have the permission to preach the gospel. Number five. Are you getting this? Amen. Ten things will come to an end. The preaching of the gospel will come to an end. Number five. The experiential power of the cleansing blood will come to an end. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The sins that are committed after the rapture will not have that experiencing cleansing of the Lamb of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's so important. I thought about it and I'm like, God. Amen. I said, during tribulation, people will go mad. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can only just mentally, if somebody stay back and read this book, they can only mentally think that the blood was being shed. But they won't experience what we experience. Amen. Wow. That's why the Lord said, this is the day of your salvation. Amen. Don't miss it. Amen. Number six. Holy Spirit is the one who is ruling the earth now. Not Amen. the nuclear bomb.
1: Amen.
0: Not the atomic bomb. Amen. Not the terrorist. Not the president. Not the prime minister. Not even the 5G that is about to come.
1: Amen.
0: It's the Holy Spirit of Amen. God Amen. that is Amen. governing the world. Amen. But on the day of rapture, Holy Spirit will leave the earth. After this age, the Holy Spirit will leave the earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit that is only residing in the hearts of men, in the lives of the people of God, and in, in, the, in residing in the church, will be the one who will be shifting us from this address to the heavenly address. And Holy Spirit will be taken up with us. And the power of God will no longer be there hallelujah on this earth the bible says in 2 thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 6 some people says will the antichrist will come now antichrist cannot come now he will not show the face because the bible says we are the restraining power behind the antichrist not showing up 2 thessalonians chapter 2 verse 6 says we are the restraining power you want to read that patrick
1: and now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time
0: amen now we know that what is restraining the antichrist hallelujah it is the holy spirit through the church is restraining the antichrist antichrist will only show up when we leave the earth hallelujah Jesus. amen the bible says this is how the lawless one will come Hallelujah, with false signs, miracles, wonders, but he cannot come as long as we are here. Amen. Praise the Lord. No chip will come to, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Any any hand on, on the forehead, while we are on this earth, Amen. they can plan it, but it will not happen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit will leave the earth. Number seven, the family life will come to an end. The concept of a husband, wife, and the children will come to an end after this age. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 7, 25, hallelujah, there will be a different set of rules, the different set of uh, lifestyle that will come. That's what Antichrist will bring. Come. They will not be like the days that you the husband and a wife are waiting for the children to come from school. Those days are over at the end of the age. They will bring another. Daniel 9:27. There will be a spirit of uncleanness that will be released. There will not be families or family values anymore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The concept will get over. Amen. It will cease. And number eight, today people have peace. At the end of the age, the peace will come to an end. Antichrist will be, if you think that Hitler was a terrorist, Antichrist will be a thousand times worse than that. He will promise a peace, but he will bring, he will remove the peace from the earth. The only people that who have peace even now is the children of God. Amen. It's like a balloon yes. that is losing its air. Amen. The entire world is losing the peace. The little Amen. peace that we have is the people of God. Amen. Even that will go Amen. once we are taken out Amen. of the way. Amen. The Bible says the Antichrist in Revelation 6, 3 and 4 he will remove the peace. Amen. And number 9 he will become a tyrant after the church is taken up. a tyrant will all the 200 nations or more than 200 nations that is accepted by the UN they still have presidents prime ministers all these things will be there but it will, they will be all ruled by one man the Antichrist hallelujah praise the Lord they will be all controlled by one man Antichrist satan has many names you know six names at least the bible for us to you know uh, focus today his name is called satan the bible says in revelations 20 he's called satan for six and a half crores years he has lost his glory and he's called the devil satan just as god is a trinity of father the son and the holy spirit the devil has a also an imitation of the trinity they call satan the antichrist or the beast and the false prophet devil does not invent anything he lives with imitation it's he's known as antichrist in revelations 13:1. in the last days uh, i heard a man of god saying he might be entering into the world through a scientific product I don't know number three is called the false prophet in 2 Thessalonians 2 4 he's called the mystery of iniquity or lawlessness the lawless one man who doesn't respect anyone in now Daniel chapter 9 27 he's called the one who desolate on the wings of abomination that's what I said That marriages will no longer be there. That word means abomination, shameful, desolate, barrenness, deprivation of companionship. Be deprived. There will be no companionship. He will be called the one who is desolate on the wings of abomination. No more marriages. To John 7, he's called the deceiver. At Church of God, we have a good news. We'll escape this. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There will be three cities after the church is taken up that the devil will rule. Number one is Iraq. Before Saddam Hussein died with nine lakh bricks, he had built a monument that will become the headquarters of the devil. And he will rule. His office will be there, Babylon. That's called Revelation chapter 18, Mystery Babylon. He will be ruling from there. will control the entire business. There is a pet name that we have given for that business called the online business. Every pin before it bought will be recorded, will be known by the Antichrist. He will be in such control, having his headquarters in Babylon. You cannot even do anything without his knowledge. Number two, Antichrist will rule in Jerusalem. He always wanted to control the Jews. He will try to control the Jews and will put his headquarters in Israel. And number three, the false prophet in Revelation 17 9 will set his office. The Bible says where the seven hills are situated. There is only one place in the world where the seven hills are situated, that's Rome. He will set his headquarters. There I'm not speaking about any denominations because there won't be any denomination who truly believe in Jesus. Whichever denominations yes, yes. people are in, they'll be caught up in the clouds. Yes. So it's not speaking about a particular denomination here. Hallelujah. Whoever left after Jesus Christ has taken his people whoever left whoever is not whoever did not have the anointing of God because it was the anointing of God will take us will be a part of a prostitute adulterous church where the false prophet will have his office in Rome hallelujah and seven hills if you look to the Google, you will see it. the Aventine Hill, the Celelian Hill, the Esquiline Hill, the Curinal Hill, the Viminal Hill, the Capitolon, the Palatine. These are the seven hills. Antichrist will set his office. This is called the Great Tribulations. But Luke 21, verses 25 to 27. Patrick, if you could read, have a good news.
1: And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth. Distress of nations with uh, perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory.
0: Amen. Continue.
1: Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near.
0: Hallelujah. When you hear about these things, when men's hearts fail, we lift up our heads for our redemption is drawing near. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So, bible says those days will be like the days of noah because i want to encourage you while we are learning on the rapture bible says those days that's what we read in the beginning will be like the days of noah amen Amen. Amen. the bible says people were eating and drinking marrying and giving to marriage and suddenly the flood came so bible says so will be the days Hallelujah. But, the encouraging thing is this, Noah found grace in the sight of God. In the same way, although things are happening around you, we will find grace, just like Noah. It's like Noah's days. There was a group of people eating and drinking, but Noah found grace. The true church will take advantage. In other words, in one Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 says, Be strong in God's grace. Paul is telling Timothy, be strong. In other words, take advantage of the grace of God. When we see the nation's lockdown over 20 days, over last 18 days or 20 days, suddenly a complete lockup. When you see all these things happen, COVID-19 will go, but COVID-20 might come. Because this is the last days. Amen. With a different name it will Amen. still come. Amen. But when all these things happening. As a child of the living God. We should take advantage. Amen. Through worship. We will continue to be fruitful. Amen. Because the Bible says He's seeking for. I believe that before Jesus comes. The greatest worships. Amen. The greatest worship songs. Are going to be written and going to be sung. Amen. The greatest fruitfulness. Like pastor has promised i mean proclaimed to us this year will be now
1: Amen.
0: because john 4 speaks about worship john 15 speaks about fruitfulness Amen. hallelujah so we have to take advantage of this grace of god Amen. we will not be idle few things the bible says blessed is the one who the lord blessed is the one when the lord see him doing what he was called to do Amen. he's blessed preaching the gospel healing the sick casting out the demons doing business engaging in business for the glory of Jesus Christ the Bible says do business till I come so engaging in business for the glory of Jesus Christ hallelujah nothing wrong in it but using your talents blessed is that one hallelujah who the Lord sees doing what he's called to do increasing your talents being fruitful not idle Hallelujah. So, take the grace of God is an advantage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at Noah. Because he found grace, he used the storm to his advantage. Amen. Amen. We are fighting many yes. storms, but we are going to use it for our advantage. Yes. People are asking, Oh, Chako, how are you facing this time? I said, Awesome. I am planning to use this storm for my advantage. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I will use just as Noah's Ark rested in Mount Ararat. I am going to, till I am going to rest in the clouds, till I am going to be taken up and going to be rested in the presence of God, I am only going to go up. Praise the Lord. If you take the grace as as an advantage hallelujah you are only going to go up and you're going to keep going up hallelujah glory to God because our direction is up hallelujah glory amen. to God Lord wants me to tell you this evening our direction is up we're going to keep going up irrespective of the storm that is around us hallelujah amen Noah never feared a dark moment praise the Lord he used the grace of God as an advantage. Amen. Hallelujah! Blessed be the name of the Lord. I will be church. Glory to God! Blessed be the name of Raba Shanda Protestere, Boca Number two, when the ark has been built, Bible says, as in the days of Noah, he built something. We have to continue building the church, the families. Whatever God has given us, we'll build it up. Amen. Amen. There's nothing wrong in that. Because we are called to build. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he was building up, he suddenly found God said a pattern of how he wanted to have a relationship. And suddenly he saw there were three decks. One lower deck, one the middle deck, and one the top deck. Noah understood that God wants him to have an access in the top deck. God wanted Noah to sit on the top deck. There were animals in the lower deck, there were birds in the middle deck, and there were Noah and the family sitting on the upper deck, on the top deck. That's where God wants us to sit. The animal deck is the, for the people who somebody has to throw food from the top deck for them to eat. Even today, I think before Jesus comes back, there are three types of people. One is people in the lower deck. You ask them, the Lord is coming, they won't move a finger. They said, Pastor, practical, practical, see what you can do while this. Uh, <laughs> Corona is going on telling the most practical thing be prepared for the coming of our Lord Amen, Jesus Christ yes. seek the kingdom kingdom first Amen. and Lord will take care of the rest of the thing Hallelujah. these animals won't move unless and until somebody throws it from the food from the upper deck somebody who prays fast uh, receive word from God and throw it down they won't pray, they won't intercede, they won't do anything. The Bible says they'll be eating and drinking, marrying and giving to man. Hallelujah. God gave him the plan before. Number two, there were the uh, bird's deck, where the middle deck, where the a bird stage, no intimacy with God. Their faith is based on senses, on the news. One day they are up, one day they are down because they hear different sounds their faith is based on what they hear and what they see not what they believe Amen. not according to the convictions Amen. Amen. it is based on the news they read from the whatsapp the gossip that hear from zoom hallelujah praise the lord or what they hear from media so they are never stable Then there is top deck. The top deck is where there was a window. There was light. It speaks about that place where you can hear from God. Anybody who is in the top deck Lord was telling him Noah I am going to place you in the top deck and you don't need to be afraid of any storm. Anybody is in the top deck does not fear, what's Amen. about to come. Amen. Amen. Anybody who's in the top deck can see the light. Anybody who's in the top deck can hear the word of God. Anybody who hear the word of God knows that I have authority over anything. Amen, Amen. Noah lived at that time. nobody believed in him. Everybody thought he was crazy. There people might not have treated him well, but he had the peace. Because he had a top relationship. A top deck relationship. I believe that every Christian is called to have a top deck relationship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because anybody who sits on the top deck. Nothing is a surprise. Nothing is a surprise. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Jesus will come like a thief. Nobody knows even the... even Jesus does not know. I remember pastors saying years back, if Father would have told Jesus when Jesus would be returning back, Jesus, we know, would have told us because of His love. <laughs> so Father kept it to Himself.
1: Amen, amen.
0: And Father extended this grace period. Amen, yes. Not that Father is tough and rough. No, Father extended with long suffering. But. And said, These are the signs that you will know Amen. that I'm go- sending my son back. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so he's going to come like a thief. Amen. But for a believer, Amen. it will not be a surprise. Amen. We are the children of light. Amen. We know he's coming back. Amen. Our heart will be prepared. Amen. In Noah's time, there would have been workers who would have worked with him to build the ark, but they did not believe. Just because you are associated with a man of God does not mean that you are going to be taken up. You have to believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have to confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And believe in your heart God has raised him from the dead. And believe that you are saved. Amen, amen. And then you will escape the storm. Look at the wise and the foolish virgin. Why was the wise called wise? And the foolish were called foolish. Because when you look through the Bible. All had, all had a lamp. All knew that he was coming. The bridegroom was coming. All had a little bit of oil. All were sleeping. So was nothing wrong in doing the usual thing. But why? But <laughs> some called foolish. And some called wise. Few things. One reason is the wise were or the foolish were professors the wise were possessors. the foolish were talkers the wise were walkers the foolish were only hearers the wise were hearers and doers the foolish had an outward form of religion coming to church somehow you know making it up to the church Somehow, maybe paying tithes, outward form of religion, but no power mm-hmm. to live the Christian life. This is the outward show. Mm-hmm. No change of heart. I've never made Jesus the Lord. Mm-hmm. Denomination, being in a denomination, does not guarantee mm-hmm. your salvation. One had only a little bit of experience, a little oil when they went for a meeting. But one had the word sown in the good heart. Nobody could snatch it out. One heard the gospel, the foolish, the wise mixed it with faith. One secretly believed, one publicly proclaimed. when you make Jesus Christ it's always a public proclamation Amen. one had the knowledge diagnoso one had Genosco revelation hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord why were they called wise that's what I'm coming into if you understand the Jewish customs of marriage the Jewish when a bride groom is about to get married and when you have desired to find a girl the father's responsibility to find a girl so when the father finds a bride, immediately they had a custom either to go to the veranda you know in in certain houses there were verandas or there was no verandas like we call it they had the one tree next to uh, the house and the father and the son or the bride and his father, bridegroom and the father would go and sit under the tree. And then the bridegroom's father notices that, oh, this they have not come to sell shirts or t-shirts or visit, they have come to find the bridegroom, They immediately gets, invites them, keep them the food that is available there and then calls the bridegroom. The bridegroom has to come out and make the choice and publicly say it yes you cannot be shy and eh, cannot go there yes he has to publicly say that i want to marry to this person while they publicly say that immediately the boy or the bridegroom takes a lamp from his bag and give it to the bride and she is supposed to live that lamb every day till the marriage is over. Praise God. So, those days they had maybe single story houses, but they are upper decks or upper room. That's where in Acts 2, you will see people gathered in upper room. Every Jewish house had an upper room. Today, the only, only place I heard that we will see that is in... Uh, in Kerala, a place called Trishur, those kind of upper decks. So, in upper room, every day, the girl has to pour the oil, lit the lamb, every day, you know, even as the uh, mm, uh, the sun is about to set, she will lit the lamb and keep it on the upper deck. And that tells everybody that she is engaged. She's prepared for, the, she's waiting for the bridegroom to return back. And that time, bridegroom is... Getting prepared. On the other side, the bridegroom and the father getting ready to bring back the bride. Then there will be a specific date that will be told to the servants, and then. But till that time, she'll keep that lamb ready. You know why? Because there were, you know, these boys who are flirting. They, they they want to spoil this marriage, so they are looking to catch hold of these kind of girls. So to get be protected from those boys, she stays in the upper room. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And keeps the lamp burning. Amen. Even if she, she can go to work, she can go for shopping, she can buy vegetables, she can come back and cook. She can do all the normal things. Even today, we can do all that is normal. But when we sleep, it'll we'll keep the lamp burning. Okay. La- oil speaks about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will be there in the church. Amen. Amen. it will be church people who believed in Him, and they will be not like foolish. They'll be keeping the lamp burning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And it was in the upper room, speaking about keeping the Lord, the Bridegroom, the most number one priority. And upper room speaks about identifying yourself with the Church of God. If you keep the Lord as your single priority and if you keep the church God has put you in as your priority, I rest assure you hallelujah praise the lord you will have the witness of the holy spirit that you will be taken up hallelujah when jesus comes back in great glory if you believe that put your heads together give a shout of praise you're wise in the lord let the wisdom of god fill every heart and every life in the name of jesus (laughs) victory by the blood of jesus victory by the blood of Jesus we give you praise and glory Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. in Jesus name amen but then there are other group of people people eating and drinking marrying and giving to marriage very casual all these things are happening there are still people who call themselves believer who doesn't even bother Bible says, just look at, you know, I don't know how you're going to watch the service, but I understood, you know, that it really made me think, some of us tempted to do that. Sometimes, you know, in church, when you're in the three hours of worship, we are so focused on the Lord, but look at the way that we are doing it at home. In between, we go and see whether the chicken is ready. Do you do that? <laughs> no, no, you don't know. Yeah. Or we will look at the phone. On one side, we'll see the church worship. On the other side, we'll see the messages. The children will make noise. And children will be watching video game in one room. Uh, Or playing in one room. And the family in the other room. See? Very casual. That has to change. We have to be consistent. I'm not just speaking about something happened for us once or twice. I'm saying you have to be consistent in what we believe. Or just look at a little more, you know, uh, way that it is applicable to us in the city. The first thing that people are going to do after this lockdown is over, eating and drinking. One thing they are missing is the <laughs> hotels that they will said the bars and the pubs. And the Bible says exactly. You know what some of the parents have been calling me for? Pastor, when will be a good date for marriage? Because the marriage date will have to be shifted. So it's exactly eating and drinking, marrying and giving to marriage. I mean, there's nothing wrong in that. I'm just telling, this is the time that we are living in. And amidst that, if we forget the real deal, if we forget Jesus, we will miss the nudges of the spirit. Amen. How many of you know it will only take a nudge to save your life. It will only take a nudge to prepare your heart for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some of you replace the nudge with the fudge. <laughs> eh? Praise God. My media man is suddenly, you know, happy. <laughs> Number five the bible says with the days of noah the bible says add also one more thing remember lot's wife together with that he's taking says this generation also will be like lot's wife what what was about lot's wife her name is not mentioned which means god did not know her by name Amen. why because she was too arrogant she was too proud too two haughty Bible says God resist the proud I'm not speaking about a moment of people's pride you know what I'm saying I mean, any one of us can a moment can become proud that's not what I'm saying a lifestyle practicing arrogance scheming and planning nothing to do with the Lord even God and God's Word has no value to their lives the Bible says, remember Lord's wife. She's the one who turned back and became a pillar of salt. A monument. A monument of apostasy. A monument of backsliding. A monument. I pray that none of you will become a monument. If you're backslidden, it's a day to come back. Praise the Lord. She was only bothered about her life. If I, I think, I'm sure if it was Elena, she would have, you know, even if she would not have noticed you, she would have taken her, <laughs> <That's a> joking, <laughs> she would have taken yeah, and joking. She'll always take the lead of her husband. But you'd at least taken the children and would have run. And would have ran. See, this lady is not even concerned about the children. No love, no wonder the Bible says in the last days, your love will become cold. Remember Lord's wife. But I believe. Before Jesus Christ comes. The number one authority the church will have is authority in love. We will not be like Lord's wife. We we'll be, will be in prayer. Like Abraham praying and interceding for Lot And his families. Even if the people don't agree with us. We will not be bothered. We will be praying and interceding. Everybody will be out. Everybody will be raptured. We will not be happy about. Oh anyway. Thank God Lord. Even if you know. I can't give a slap to her now. I know she's going to stay back. That is not the mindset. We will have authority in love. Why, why, Why do I believe that? Because the Bible says. Just before Jesus was. Now we are going to have a breaking of bread and wine, the body and the blood of Jesus. Just before Jesus was crucified, the first time when he came and before he was taken up, resurrection, before his crucifixion, there was the breaking of bread. And the Bible says he washed the feet of everyone who was about to deny him, and even Judas who betrayed him. And Jesus said, likewise, you do it, keeping me as an example. He wash the feet of those who betrayed and the Bible says when the church is commanded to partake of the bread and the wine in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 it says do it until he comes so we are supposed to break the bread and the wine and to proclaim the Lord's death proclaim what the Lord has done for us until he comes mm-hmm. but together with that we have to also follow the example of Jesus who wash the feet of those who betrayed because if we are going to break the bread until he comes we are also supposed to follow his example until he comes and the single authority that god's people will have is the authority in love i remember pastor spiritual father saying that the greatest way of casting out the demons is through love. If you cast out the demon and it doesn't go out, you hug somebody in the Lord and let go. I've experienced this once. I hugged a 84-year-old uh, 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 grandmother who never believed in the Lord, who watched used to watch great men of God. I just accidentally, out of a moment after a ministry, I came and hugged her. Within a week she got saved, within a month she got baptized, and within three or four months she He went to be with the Lord. So I I know there is authority in love. Hallelujah. Authority diminishes if you don't walk in love. Hallelujah. Are you with? It's called the supernatural love where the Bible says even love your enemies. Hallelujah. If you look through the Bible, the one word led by the Spirit is actually when you understand the word, it's. Nothing else is led by love. Amen. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 12:14 is a famous scripture: "Pursue peace with all men, and without holiness nobody shall see God." I like a Bible scholars who uh, who explain that he said, "Pursue peace with with all men, and without holiness nobody shall see God in me." so if you want people to be saved they should see two things number one peace that can't unsettle you a peace that surpasseth all understanding and the peace that you're willing to connect with people who try to take your peace with from you but before Jesus comes, God will I believe will give us an authority in love that we will be able to connect with people People who usually very difficult people who are behind you to take your peace will pursue peace with that person also, Amen. Amen. hallelujah, for the sake of the gospel, Amen. for the sake of the soul. And then the Bible says, without holiness in me, without understanding that you're a chosen vessel of God, extraordinary, hallelujah, and and allow the Holy Spirit to work in you to his will, to his good pleasure, allow the Lord to change you from glory to glory through the spirit of God and if you don't allow the righteousness of God in you to manifest in holiness in your behavior in your life in your lifestyle how will somebody see the Lord in you Say I'm a set apart vessel of Jesus Christ. I'm a set apart vessel. I'm
1: a set apart vessel. A vessel, of honor a vessel of honor for the
0: extraordinary purposes of God.
1: Purposes of In, God. Jesus name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Glory to God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: So, before we finish today, I think I've taken a lot of time. I don't know. Before we finish today. What should we do number one simple this is Romans 10 19 it says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God is raised from the dead you are saved yeah. what you believe you need to confess Bible says in Hebrews 11 3 by faith the world were framed by faith that word means by ions the world was framed by faith how how did god frame the world by the word you might be looking today to a world that you don't want to see but through your word that comes through your mouth that you can create a world that you don't see praise the Lord. by faith you can create a business that you haven't seen Through the word of God spoken through your mouth. Through the rhema word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through the spiritful word of God. The marriage you have not seen. The success that you have not seen. The breakthrough you have not seen. You can speak by faith. And create it. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. So what you have to do. To destroy the power of antichrist. That is spreading all around the world. Trying to lock you down. Trying to move forward. Through your mouth.
1: Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The two
0: times the Bible says the temptation came. Jesus said, it is written. The devil said it is written. Jesus said, it's also written. It's written. Jesus said it's also written. The third time he said, it is said. Amen. Hallelujah. Ions. Faith. And the devil left.
1: Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, as you see the day approaching, you have to encourage each other with these words. He's coming back. We have to create a world where we are living, encouraging people of the coming of Lord Jesus Christ. Not fear, encouraging them through the word of the mouth. And the devil will leave their lives. I pray that the family, your family, your parents, your loved ones, everyone who you are believing to be saved, I speak for the word of salvation over their life right now in the name of Jesus. We agree together that this will be the great harvest is about to take place into your life hallelujah the satan and his demons antichrist the spirit of antichrist will leave your family hallelujah they'll be saved in this week in the name of jesus as you're listening to the word hallelujah the doors of their hearts are going to be open to believe in the gospel of jesus christ in the name of jesus there'll be a way i command a way for them to be saved hallelujah because of jesus name In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, a way be opened. Now Lord, for their salvation, for their healing, for their deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two is by praying in tongues. What you do with your mouth is very important. Death and power are given in the power of your tongue. Death and life. Praying in tongues. Bible says one who prays in tongues edifies himself. Only God understands, but did not say angels does not understand. Angels understand. Angels are activated. Hallelujah. When you pray in tongues, I would encourage people to pray for one hour every day. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Number three
1: take
0: every chance God gives you. Okay. People who have never received the Lord, take this as your chance. Okay. Hallelujah. I heard a story about life after life uh, story that came in one of the final readers digest uh, monthly uh, book the books it says that many famous doctors decided to find out a very interesting thing that is what will happen to a person who would lose their lives and then through CPR come back to life. So usually you know a life is uh, to somebody for to be medically dead, first he has to lose his respiration, number two blood circulation, number three They'll check your eyes, it's moving, your cornea, your retina, if it is not moving, that means you're dead. So, there are two types of death. I mean, the first person who gave the CPR, you know, in the Bible, who gave? Elijah. Elijah. Elijah gave CPR. But, uh, so the doctors, you know, decided to understand Especially, what would have happened to those great VIPs who have died and who have come back through CPR? Because there is something called uh, something called somatical death, and there is something called molecular death. Somatical death is what we said: the the respiration will go, the blood circulation will go, and the medical, uh, uh, the the the, coro- the the retina and the and the corina will all, you know, uh, 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 will be still. That's only. The first death but there's something called the molecular death that is where your cells of your body die that's when somebody is yeah so somebody is uh, like fully dead but when somebody is given the CPR in the 20 seconds he comes to life. So they decided to do a study of various people around the world, In India, they came to Calcutta, to see what happened between the 20 seconds, to just to share their experience. For example, Mr. X dies, uh, Mr X dies, and what happens to X, between the 20 seconds where they give CPR, because of the first death has already happened. So they went through a study. And they found out. Almost all the patients said we felt like uh, cotton that has been lifted up. And we could see the doctors running around. We could see the nurses running. the families crying out. We could see like a cotton lifted up. It's all happening 20 seconds. And uh, and some of them said we went through a tunnel of great light. And some people said. It was really scary. We went through a tunnel of great darkness. So the doctors decided to take the people who saw the light and separate them from people who saw the darkness. Every person who saw the light was a believer in Jesus Christ. And every person who saw darkness was somebody who has never accepted Jesus Christ or whose lifestyle was not based on the word of God. So I'm telling you today. Some of you need to take every chance. This might be your last chance. To receive the Lord. Before he comes back. We have to take every chance. God is giving us. The cry of Lazarus. And the rich man. The story. The cry of rich man. Send somebody. I'm amazed that rich man had a heart for his family in hell. Somebody, some of us don't even have a heart, even now while we are alive. After suffering what he is going through, he said, send somebody. If, if, if not from the earth, somebody from he- heaven, send Lazarus to preach the gospel. And God said, Abraham said, no. If they have to be saved, somebody from earth has to preach the gospel. So here is your moment. If you've never accepted the Lord. God is sending His word for your salvation, for your deliverance. We are preserved for rapture. Hallelujah. So God bless you. I pray this word will bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus.